We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are live. Let me let me retweet this very quickly, and then we can start conversating. Conversating. Um, I'm I'm hearing the the bubble still for Thanksgiving Turkey Day in the bubble at Mohegan Sun, and uh, the good thing is I wasn't able to play blackjack and win any money. But what I did <laughs> do was give all of you an opportunity to win. So I felt good about that. That Rob, we killed it on day one. And uh, allowed did. to win some serious cash on, on, on the first the season opening day of, of college basketball. What could be better, right? Games being played and us giving you cash. And we're going to try to do that again today. My favorite part is that there were guys in the chat being like, oh, look at this square. There's no way he knows what he's talking about. How is he going to give us winning Don't bets? Don't doubt me in Chicago. <laughs> State, baby. We're, we're going we're gonna to get to Chicago and say, all right, the, the, we're filling up a little bit now. So I think let's, let's start things up with um, – with Kansas and uh, Kansas and Gonzaga, obviously it's the big game of the day. It's the one big game of the first weekend of, of college basketball that did not get canceled because of the coronavirus. Uh, as we are standing right now, the sports book that I will not name until they pay us uh, is has the line at Gonzaga minus four, has the total at 150.5. I've seen Gonzaga four and a half. I've seen Gonzaga three and a half. Uh, and this total has been slowly creeping up. The first line that I saw was, I think, 149. So it's going up a little bit. Goodman, where do you stand on this? I'm taking Kansas. I'm taking the points. You know, I, I love Gonzaga. I think they're going to win it all this year, Rob. But ultimately, I love the fact that Kansas has some experience here to match Gonzaga. And in particular, they've got experience at the point guard spot with Marcus Gary. I know he's not a true point guard, but he's been in the program. And I think Jalen Suggs, a freshman for Gonzaga, is going to have a rough time trying to initiate offense and score. <laughs> against Marcus Garrett, who's the best perimeter defender in the entire country. Now, they do have Andrew Nemhart now as a backup, right? I mean, he, he's kind of that guy who's got some experience, just got cleared. But I, I still – listen, anytime Bill Self's getting points, don't you have to take it? Yeah, I, I really like Kansas in this spot too. Well, I shouldn't say I really like it. I, I think that the value is on Kansas plus four. Um, I personally am I'm, I'm going to stay away from this game just because I, I don't have a great feel on it. But I do think that, like you mentioned, Jalen Suggs, welcome to college basketball here. First game of the season, you get to go up against Marcus Garrett. So and then I all, and then I also think that that the Kansas perimeter just matches up so well with Gonzaga's guys, right? Like Oshai Igbaji is is six five and really athletic, and he's either going to be guarding Joel Ayayi or Andrew Nemhard. 
right on the on the perimeter. Then you have guys like Tyon Grant Foster and Bryce Thompson, who are both like 6'5", 6'6", athletic long arms. They're going to be very switchable, right? I really expect Bill Self to be switching one through four um, on everything, even including Marcus Garrett and Jalen Suggs. So Can I give you I one do- more? Can I give you one more? My, my most improved player this year, David Formick. I, I put this in our group chat and you all laughed at me. But one thing Bill Self does is he gets his bigs the ball when they can mm-hmm. score. David McCormick can't defend uh, like Big Doke, but he can score. And there's there's two more things I want to mention about David McCormick. I'm glad you brought him up. One, he's not dope. Don't expect him to be dope. But he is seven foot and 250-something pounds, and he's going to be going up against Drew Timmy. And, and look, I love Drew Timmy. I think Drew Timmy has a chance to be an All-American this season. I think there's a, there's a, a very real chance he ends up being Gonzaga's leading scorer. He is the reason why Philip Petrushev is not at Gonzaga anymore. I think he saw something come in his rearview uh, rear mirror. But that said, going up against McCormick and his size, not ideal. Um, I'm also, if there's one thing that really worries me about this matchup, it's Gonzaga putting McCormick into ball screens. But we've now had two years where McCormick agree. has been yep. able to learn how to how to play that drop coverage that Bill Self taught Yudoka Azubuki how to be really effective in. So I just I think that the value here is on Kansas at plus four. I am going to be staying away. Um, I, I just I don't I don't love right, what do you like side that? enough. What so do you like? what, what's your favorite? The game that you feel the best about coming into today is what, Rob? The, so the first bet that I made today, the yep. second that I woke up, the second the line came out was Memphis minus three. It's minus three and a half. Now I'm going to be all over Memphis. If you watch this show, you're going to hear me talking about Memphis until the the value until the sports books start to Hart. value them. Well, he, after, I mean, listen. After listening to that to that story that he gave us, that six minute story mm-hmm. he gave Antonio Anderson about how he got shot as a freshman, uh, and check that out on the field of sixty eight if you haven't seen it. Um, man, how can you not uh, want to want to you know bet on on Penny Hardaway after everything he went through? But seriously, listen, that that was a big win, a big win against St. Mary's. But the difference is now you're going against a team that's a little uh, similar style wise, right? I mean, they overwhelmed St. Mary's with their athleticism. I don't feel quite as good about uh, Memphis today as you do, but I like him. Yeah, I just – I don't think that the market is valuing him the right way. I, I, I know how good Western Kentucky is, right? And, look, it's not lost on me that they beat Northern Iowa on a night where Northern Iowa shot 20 for 39 from three. Has that ever happened before? Northern Iowa was 20 for 39 from yeah. three, and they lost. So uh, that's not lost on me. Like, I, I get how good Western Kentucky is. I just think that this line should be closer to, like, five and a half or six. And the fact that it opened up at three, just it, it does not seem right to me. I do not think the market is valuing Memphis the way that the market should be valuing Memphis. And, and just to kind of, like, put a bow on it, they are going to be an elite defensive team because Penny is a really, really good defensive coach. You know, we listened to that interview with Antonio Anderson, and all he talked about was how much he loves coaching defense, right? His issue is on the offensive end. But now you have guys like DJ Jeffries as a sophomore. Lester Quinones is a sophomore. Uh, Damian Baugh is a sophomore. And exactly, Boogie Ellis has embraced this role coming off the bench in something of uh, of, of the Memphis Lou Williams, I think is what yeah. uh, Penny that's, compared him that's to. That's pretty so. good. I like that one. I actually like that comparison. I mean, poor, poor man's Lou Williams, but nonetheless. Yep. All right. So while you're wrapping Memphis, uh, I'll go on Northern Iowa because we just talked about them a little mm-hmm. bit. And they did shoot the living hell out of the ball and still lost. 
I just think they got St. Mary's in basically a pick em game today in which they're not going to be overwhelmed athletically. Uh, in fact, they're just as athletic as St. Mary's, and they're older. And, and they've got the best player on the floor by far in A.J. Green, while life in, in Moraga is still trying to adjust to, to life without Jordan Ford. And, and they're good, but now you're, you're big. They didn't really have a big last year. They're trying to figure that out again. I, I like Northern Iowa a lot in this one, given a point. Yeah, I, I agree with you um, wholeheartedly there. Uh, I was texting with uh, a WCC assistant the other day as we were watching uh, Memphis just tear St. Mary's apart. And he's like, is this the year that Randy Bennett finally has a down season? He'll be <laughs> and I, I think I saw this a couple years ago in Vegas. They got pummeled. It was two years ago. Absolutely trashed in Memphis. He wouldn't. I mean, in, in Vegas. He wouldn't even look at me after the game. He was so embarrassed. <laughs> and uh, by the middle of the year. They were pretty good. So give him time. Randy Bennett is one of the best coaches in America. I just think it's going to take time right now. Yeah, I mean, they just – they don't – when you lose Jordan Ford, like their, their entire offense last year was basically give the ball to Jordan Ford, yep. go put him in a ball screen, see what happens. And when you lose that, it's going to take time to adjust, especially when uh, – I mean, you talked about this the other day. California programs were shut down for a while. Um, uh, during the the pandemic and everything, so I like Northern Iowa there again. They're gonna the, AJ Green might be a pro. He might play in the NBA. Oh, you, I, I, I know you love him. I think he is an NBA player. I really do. He's got to gain some weight, but I, I think he is. All right, my my favorite. Hold uh, on, I got one. Let me go. Let me go first. I, I want you to stand up and show people the uh, the home field apparel shirt you got on right now. All right. Just show them what it is. Show them what it is. Little all right, are you, state, baby. Are you, are you ready for this? Are you ready for stuff? Listen, they are. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, tell the story because it, it actually matters. Okay, tell the story. It does matter. They don't have a head coach right now. You know, Lance Irvin uh, had leukemia about 10 years ago, and, and there's this rift right now between him and the, the administration where he doesn't feel comfortable. So his doctor actually sent a note, a, an email, to the administration saying, hey, I don't feel comfortable, uh, and neither is Lance Irvin going out there with COVID. Um, he didn't file it <laughs> the right way, I guess according to my sources. So they never got back to him on it right now. And there's some other factors that they couldn't tell me on the record. Um, but this thing is a shit show. I mean, yeah. ultimately, I mean, it, I'm, I'm laughing. I'm, I'm laughing, but it's just like, it's not funny, man. That's just awful. Like that. It's, it's just awful. a terrible, it's a terrible situation. Right. So Chicago like, state not the head coach and they have, they never, I don't know if they still, I didn't check their website. They gave me a statement, but I don't think they've ever acknowledged that Lance Hervin is not their head coach right now, which is so what a, what what a what a disaster. Um, anyway, so Chicago State is laying thirty nine and a half right now. They're, yeah. they're getting thirty nine and laying, a half points. Yeah, I'm sorry. Head. They're they're getting thirty nine and a half points against 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 Illinois. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the forty, man. I already bet on Illinois. I bet I took Illinois and I parlayed that with the over. I got it at plus two fifty five. Right, I, I might because honestly, I, if it was fifty, I might still lay fifty points. Illinois won by sixty points yesterday against a team that's better than Chicago State that has you know, a head coach. You know why? It has their head coach because Illinois is deep. So, like, even when they put in their mm -hmm. second unit, and that's kind of what you you have to look for early on in the season. In some of these blowouts, how is your seven through uh, eleven? 
right? 79, 10, 11. Those You're guys, right. How good are You're they? Right. Speaking of that, speaking Iowa, of which, can right? I give a shot? Can I give a shout out to Iowa's bench? Iowa's walk-ons. Those dudes came in and they got like three stops out. in the final minute. It was it was a 26-point game. I needed them to cover 28 and a half. They got it for me, man. They got it. Yeah. They forced two turnovers in the final minute to get Dude. that cover, baby. Let's go. Dude. Let's go, Hawks. Oh great. man, that was that was, that was awesome. I I'm <laughs> It's always so weird when you're you're sweating walk-ons in there trying to hold on to like the cover by a point and a half. But hey, Man. it is what it is. All right, I, I got. I'm gonna ride. I, I'm gonna ride uh, Austin P again. Uh, okay. I it work out great. If you got five and a half yesterday, you were happy. Um, if you got six, you pushed. But I, I still think Austin P with Terry Taylor and Jordan Adams against an ETSU team that is completely new. Ten new guys. Austin P returns its core. Uh, I'm going with 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 Matt Figure on this one to to start to figure it out a little bit more and 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 uh, so laying four and a half on that one. I got you might even say he's figuring it out. <laughs> let's let's go P. Yeah, I think that was my problem yesterday. I didn't say let's go P. You you didn't pee. You didn't you didn't you didn't pee. Is that what the problem was? You didn't I, go. I, you got I, you got I, stuck I, in the bubble in quarantine. All right, now yeah. we're going down a road we don't want to go down when, yes. we're, when we're live on the stream. Um, all right, there's there's two more that I really like. I'm going to start before we get into Villanova, Arizona State. We can break that down a little bit more. Uh, I really like Toledo minus eight against Oakland. You mentioned this the other day. Oakland came out of quarantine on November twentieth. Uh, so they, I think they were out for two weeks and they, they weren't practicing. Toledo came out a little weeks. bit earlier. Toledo had a mm-hmm. head start on them out of the quarantine. And that yeah, matters. but, but it does, but here's, here's, so here's my logic on, on why I like Toledo, right? Oakland lost by 52 points yesterday to Xavier, right? Toledo lost on the final possession to Bradley. Yeah. Toledo right now is favored by eight against Oakland. Bradley is an eight point dog. I think actually, I think it's eight and a half. Uh, at Xavier on the road at Xavier. So I know that you can't really use the transitive property in basketball, but that just seems like a spot where it's there's too much value to pass. And Xavier I mean, was without three dudes. Like mm-hmm. that was the thing. Like like we said it yesterday, but teams that come out of the quarantine are generally if they're shut down for 14 days and they've been stuck in their hotel room. I talked to coaches about it yesterday. I said like how long and even players, how long is it going to take to get back to normal? They were like, if you're shut down, you can't do anything for two weeks. It's going to take at least two weeks to get back. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, I'm with you. I, I think Toledo is closer and, and almost back where Greg Campy and Oakland uh, not not close to back. They need another week. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, Villanova, Arizona State. That line I got currently. More. I got one more. One more. Okay. Get get to, actually, two more before we get to that one. Hit uh, me. Let's, let's hear what you got. Mississippi State. What an embarrassment they were yesterday. Seriously, a complete embarrassment. They scored 42 points against Clemson. They cannot do this again against Liberty. Again, Liberty, a team that, that lost its top three players. Mississippi State's laying seven. DJ Stewart was terrible yesterday. They can't be that bad. Ben Howland, we know, is a really, really good basketball coach, even though they don't have a bunch of highly rated guys like they've had the last few years. I just – I can't imagine Ben Howland and Mississippi State lose this one. So I'm laying the seven. Uh, and let's get to tonight's games here because that, these are the two mm-hmm. good games. I, I I really like one, and the other I'm I'm completely – All right, so, so what what do you really like? I really like Rhode Island against Boston College. Mm-hmm. Really, really like it. And uh, for a couple reasons. One, BC does not match up well against Rhode Island. Rhode Island is a bunch of athletes. I mean, you should see them on the court. 
last night. Like Rhode Island, Arizona State was just like dude who can make play after dude who, who can make play. They can all do it off the bounce. Live bodies, they can get after it. The Mitchell twins, I don't know how Boston College is going to control these guys. I, I just don't. I don't know how they're going to stay in front of them. BC Villanova was actually a good matchup. They weren't overwhelmed athletically at all. BC's way better than they've been. Way better. They're deeper. I, I like them. Don't get me wrong. But I just think uh, Rhode Island, especially coming back and playing as tough as they did. The big thing I wondered about with Rhode Island was uh, when things go bad, are, are they going to give up? A bunch of second, you know, I don't want to say second chance kids, but they are because most of them were were, were kind of booted out of their programs for lack of playing time or whatnot. You know, the Mitchell twins at Maryland and, um, uh, you know, some of their other guys. So I, I think Jalen Carey from Syracuse. So I like Rhode Island. Again, I think BC um, matches much better up to a team that's skilled, cerebral, not as athletic like Villanova. So they're only – I think they're, it's a pick em game. Yeah, that's actually a perfect segue into the Villanova-Arizona State game because what really worried me about Villanova was the fact that Makai, Ashton Langford, yeah. and um, uh, what's the uh, – Rich Kelly. Rich Kelly. Rich Kelly. And who was their other um, – you. Rob, you can get by Rich Kelly. I'm convinced. Yeah, oh, I can't remember what the I'm blanking. Not Winston Tabs. Who was the other guy? I can't remember. I'm blanking on his name. Um, it, either Jay, way, Jay Heath. Jay, Jay Heath. Jay Heath. Yeah. Um. Heath. So they have those two guys, Heath and and Ashton Langford, got literally wherever they wanted to against Villanova's backcourt. Like that's that that yes. that's the that was a big red flag to me. Jay Wright. for Villanova is they couldn't stop like they couldn't stop penetration at the point of attack. So listen, listen, if you Jay like told me after the game, he said. What people don't realize is like Colin Gillespie was out like five weeks from an injury. He, he's mm-hmm. had multiple guys out. So he said, he's like, I didn't light up my team after that performance at all. Cause I understand, you know, what we're dealing with here with, with Colin. Colin's nowhere near. You could see it. Like Colin couldn't mm-hmm. stay in front of anybody. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to ask him to stay in front of Remy Martin or Alonzo Verge. Yeah. Or you have Josh Christopher out there. You have you know, like Marcus Arizona Bagley. State. What, I'm, it, uh, four and a half. I actually no. So here's the thing. I I don't like Arizona State in this one because I just don't think that they're disciplined enough. Right. No. And like you have to be disciplined to beat Villanova. What I do like is the over because I just don't see how Arizona State can stop a Villanova offense that is going to execute them to death. I also don't see how Villanova is going to stay in front of, of of Arizona State. The only thing that worries me about the over is that. If Villanova can control the tempo, what they want to do is go possession by possession by possession and and kind of go real slow. But, like, I just don't see how anyone's getting stops in this game. Now, it opened at 155, which was higher than I was expecting it to be, like, 150. So I'm going to wait and see if that can kind of come down a little bit before I I bet on it. But, um, again, like, I, I don't love either side in that game. I think the line is 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 kind of to a point where there isn't really any value, but I want that if you can get that total to come down to like one fifty two, I'll be on the over. All right. So to recap, which we're going to try to do every day now, because yesterday was a mm-hmm. little bit of a shit show and we we're all over the place. So to recap, my five: Kansas, Austin P, UNI, URI, Mississippi State. Who are your five? Yeah. So the bets that I have in right now, I'll just tell you. I'll just tell you what I bet. I got. I got my app up right here. What I bet right now: 
is Kansas. Uh, I'm sorry. Is uh, where is it? Kansas. You pick Kansas. Um, no, I picked Kansas. I didn't bet on them. This is okay. what I bet on. I have Northern Iowa minus one. Yeah. Um, I have the Illinois minus 39 parlayed yep. with over 147. I have Toledo minus eight. And I have uh, Memphis minus three. That's what I bet on right now. So those um, are your five. Memphis, Toledo, UNI, Illinois, and the Illinois over. Yeah. Um, and I'll eventually I'm going to I'm probably going to do something with the Kansas and I can't not bet on Kansas and Gonzaga and I can't not bet on Villanova, Arizona State. I haven't decided where I'm going to be yet. Five here every day. There's a new I just gave you five. I just gave you five. I did. I just told you what I bet. I don't have to give you anything. You got to give. I give you I give you what I want to give you, coach. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) hey, as long as long as these guys. As long as home field apparel, baby. We want hey, hey, we keep winning like this. We're not gonna need sponsorships from home field apparel, but we'll take good. them anyways. Very we'll take good. them. We'll, we'll we'll take them. All right, happy guys. It was day, everybody. And, happy uh, Thanksgiving. Everybody be safe. Please, if you're around, don't 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 go around to big parties. And if you do wear a mask, please. Please, 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 please do. Please do. All right, Jeff. I'll uh, we'll we'll talk tomorrow night.